you for joining us at Bangalore Revival Center. We are a church that's dreaming revival with God and serving people in love. It is our desire to equip you to represent Jesus and carry his great joy to the ends of the earth. If you'd like to learn more about us, you can visit dreamingrevival.com. Now, as you listen to the word, we believe that God will minister to you. There is no better time to look to God. There's no better time to call out his name. I read this somewhere after World War II, you know, it's the biggest crisis that our planet has seen. And it's yours and my opportunity to glorify his name in this season. You know, there are many things that's happening around, but uh, the world, in fact, in fact, the world leaders are actually looking at church right now to seek answers. Can you believe that? And who are church? You and me. I'm not talking about organization. I'm not talking about a specific institution, nothing. It's you and me who, who builds this body of Christ, right? So we have the answer. We have the solution for it. You know, that's, that's where we can, we, can, we can focus more on God in this season than anything else. Okay, again, just like how Pastor Priji mentioned last week, you know, we're gonna not, we are not really going to popularize this virus, but we'll popularize who Jesus really is. Come on, if you believe, agree. Because, because if we get that correct, no virus can actually touch us. Come on, church. You know, that's, that's, that's something that I want to really encourage you tonight. Uh, we, we, we take care of all precautions, whatever government has released. We respect everything. We agree all of those. Uh, but don't forget to glorify his name in this season. How, no matter how tough, no matter how scary this can be, let's not forget Jesus. Okay, I got to, I got to make one more request uh, as a responsible citizen. Uh, at least I can have this right as a pastor of this church. Please do not forward any messages on WhatsApp group. You understand what messages I'm trying to do? The spam messages. Unless and until if you have not verified the right source, please do not do this. Because unnecessary creates a panic, you know? Unnecessary, uh, someone joked saying that the virus is spreading more efficiently through WhatsApp than the actual virus. <laughs> Come on, church, we gotta be responsible, uh, not scaring people off in this season. Unless and until you don't really know if it's from the right source, please avoid. If someone sends you, please tell them. Please don't do this. Why we need to create panic, right? There's enough of panic already, right? So uh, let's not uh, abide to that. Let's be responsible citizen. Let's follow all hygiene practice. I don't need to say that, right? So those are some, some of the things that we can do. But one thing that we can do in this season, uh, you know, I was discussing with uh, my wife, Penal, that uh, probably we won't really get this kind of a time to actually go back to God. If you're losing out on your Bible study plan, this is the time. Go back and catch that plan up. 
If you haven't really had a quality time with your family, make this as a point, spend time. You know, learn new things. Interact with people on phone, on, on, on messages or WhatsApp, whatever, but just checking how you're doing, not spam, okay? Learn new things. You don't believe I've, I've, I've been learning how to cook kichdi. Okay. My wife took this as an opportunity to teach me how to cook. Okay, she's watching online. Uh, so, uh, husbands, don't come to me that I put this up. Okay, but you can take that up. You can learn new stuff. Okay, I'm gonna get a lot of messages now. Why did you? Amen, but our God is good. Tonight I want to talk about uh, this topic uh, which, which, which has really uh, worked in my life, in my family from the last three seasons. This started when the river happened uh, in December. Pastor Shaij was here and uh, he touched on a topic of altars. And we've been learning altars. It's not that we haven't learned. Pastor Priji has constantly touched on this topic, even in the Radical Giving series, right? If you remember. Now, that's where I'm trying to come and I'm trying to connect uh, the importance of altar. So I, I really don't have uh, slides prepared or I really don't have anything prepared. I'm going to go the way Holy Spirit is going to lead me. Okay, so I, I really want... Uh, your support, your prayers as well. So let's begin with a quick prayer. Come on, come on. Everyone agree and, and, and pray and give this time to the Lord. Come on, if you, if you have the gift of tongues, start speaking in tongues. Lord, we come before you. Lord, we give this time. We pray and we dedicate every single resource that you have given me today, Daddy. Lord, I pray that, that this word brings out the fruit in each one of our life, Daddy. Everyone present here, everyone watching us online would receive this. Not just that, but that will you know, manifest into their life, Daddy. Lord, we give everything that we have, we surrender unto your feet, Daddy. We know you are here right now. There's no doubt about it. You know, we know you are here. Your, your, your angels are here surrounding us. Lord, I pray that you give me the right words. Lord, I pray that you give me the right examples that I can use to explain your word, Daddy. Lord, give me the grace and the wisdom. Lord, I bless every single one here, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Um, Michael, if you don't mind, can you come? Uh, okay, altar. The topic altar is, is so big. Um, you know, uh, it, I, I really have to thank Pastor Shaiju uh, to actually put this as a concept when he came here. Uh, I've been learning this from my spiritual father. You know, recently I, I found out that I've been learning on altar. My spiritual dad, Pastor Vijay, is uh, learning on altars. He's been preaching and teaching about altar. Pastor Shaiju is doing the same. Pastor Emmanuel Makhandeva, back in Zimbabwe, released a 
video which is part of altar which he preached around five or six years back and sorry 2011 yes there you go and you know and that's when i realized there is so much power there is so much importance that we need to give or we need to have this concept called as altar which is quite often uh, not really understood or uh, understood to an extent it's very in-depth it's very uh, intense in terms of understanding so what i'm going to touch base tonight is going to be something uh, that we can explore i'm going to give you the the bigger picture what altar is all about and why uh, this this idea of altar is necessary for your life and my life now if you have some understanding of altar like for me when i when i think about altar was always a place wherein you uh, put the idea of god being there like in, in in other churches specifically in catholic churches they have a dedicated place in the house which is designed with photographs candles uh, you know all those things and that's the place where they will look and pray so i coming from that background i always had the idea of altar being something like a place yes that's correct it can be a place but uh, it's it's more than a place it's it's not just you having a physical place but it's also how you look you know you you placing yourself onto that altar because altar if you read in bible is a very uh, important place that's that's where the 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 holies of holy stay that's the purest place that you can see so it's it's important for us not to just to have a physical form of an altar but to have a a a, a, a connection from within to say that this is my altar okay so i'm not uh, i'm not really telling you to go build an altar or or a physical place in your home right now but the idea of altar should begin from your heart yeah. that's where you you say that here you go there is a altar now in 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 the book of uh, genesis the 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 idea of altar began at the very start uh, when uh, cain and abel they bought the first harvest towards god in fact if you if you read uh, genesis 3 4 if i'm not wrong if you can put that up i'm not sure if that's the one is that the one genesis chapter 3 verse 4 sorry i guess genesis 4 3 issue there i'll read that uh, when it was the time for the harvest cain presented some of his corpse as a gift to the lord next abel also bought a gift the best portions of the firstborn lambs from his flock the lord accepted abel and his gift hold on okay okay can you go next one but he did not accept cain and his gift this made cain very angry and he looked dejected can you believe this is the first place where the hatred began in the book 
in the in the entire humanity the first instance where someone hated someone got dejected someone got uh, you know really not so okay with what's happening because god accepted one's offering and god rejected another offering can you believe that the whole idea of hatred began here exactly that's so powerful uh genesis chapter 8 verse 20 onwards i'm sure everybody knows the story of noah he's one super cool guy who had this vision or had um, you know following the instruction of what uh, god is trying to do in this time uh, because everyone around was not in the right spirit the only person which was in the same frequency as god was was probably this guy noah uh, i'm sure you everybody knows the story right yes no he built a ark he was uh, given an instruction to take everyone uh, inside of uh, everyone from his family and animals you know the male and the female everybody knows that and trust god now all those thing happen and the uh, water subsided the rain was done the first thing this guy gets out of this ark and he does what noah come on read it with me noah built an altar to the lord and there he sacrificed as a burnt offering the animals and birds that has been approved for that purpose okay there was nowhere the concept of altar mentioned before this read the bible there was nowhere cain and abel presented a gift but it doesn't really say that it was a uh, 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 offering or a altar that was built but noah he had the spiritual intelligence to build an altar when he was out of that crisis what do we do we party right we give party right we do party right but here is a guy who is come out of the crisis probably that would have vanished the entire human race but god had favor on him you know and the moment he was out of that crisis the first thing that he does is to erect an altar and not just that but he also sacrificed you know that's the tough part what do you mean by sacrifice there's something that has to go from you which means that will cost you that would that might pain you that might uh, irritate you but imagine he gave burnt offering of the animals and the birds that has been approved for that purpose now i mean can you can you imagine uh, i i don't know the fact okay this is again a trivia which me and my wife were uh, debating on when noah was instructed to take all the animals god instructed um, noah to take a male and a female from all the kinds of animal yes no which means let's say there's a dog there's a bird there's a cow whatever 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 now after the flood was over when he sacrificed the animals and the birds that has been approved for that purpose just think about this he has sacrificed 
a whole species did you get that a whole species of an animal because they, he was only approved to take one pair do you get that he was a, he was he just had the permission to take one pair but to give thanks to the lord god accepted a sacrifice of an entire species which we never knew okay come on noah had the guts noah had the uh, you know vision of thinking to that extent that god i'm sacrificing this bird or this animal which you will never ever see because that was the only two pair and god was pleased god was happy god was satisfied go to the next uh, and the lord was pleased come on read this with me and the lord was pleased with the aroma of sacrifice and said to himself i will never again curse the ground because of the human race even though everything they think or imagine is bent towards evil from childhood i will never again destroy all living things and here we are worried about a virus come on can we read that again and the lord come on read this and the lord was pleased with the aroma of the sacrifice and said to himself i will never again curse the ground because of the human race even though everything they think or imagine is bent towards evil from the childhood i will never again destroy all living things Noah had that spiritual intelligence to build an altar not just to build an altar but to sacrifice an offer which could pain him which could pain his family which could pain the entire human race because he knew what the next word that is going to come from God is going to save the entire human race can you can you imagine now if you see this whole verse the altar is associated with two words one is offering and the other one is sacrifice do you get that two words offering and sacrifice now offering and sacrifice is equal to an altar which means if i'm building an altar it should have both the elements i cannot just say i build an altar but there was no sacrifice it's not going to work i'm not talking about prayer here prayer and altar are two different things but if you combine both it's even more powerful it's even more pleasing it's even more uh, quick now it was quick for god to respond the moment he saw noah build that altar you know this this verse is not coming at the end of the chapter this verse came right after when noah built that altar amen so what are the two words that you should remember offering and sacrifice 
read bible all the all the idea of sacrifice or offering is is coming from a place that i'm giving something of mine uh, i've been asked to give example abraham what was asked from abraham to sacrifice is only son all the other examples that you read throughout the book of genesis exodus the idea of offering is to is to uh, kill an animal and put it on the offering table or the altar itself so every time someone built or erected an altar there was a sacrifice that was essentially made to get it done which means an altar is incomplete if there is no offering and sacrifice involved in it that's why i said altar is not just a physical place it's something that should come out of your heart i cannot i cannot offer if i'm not moved you know i need to have that zeal i need to have that idea of offering something because you know this man of god has blessed me or 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 this church or this institution has blessed me what do i do i offer i i i i give something it's not again money come on we always uh misuse the word offering and sacrifice with money you know and it's very common we all say that uh you know it's always associated with money but let me correct you it's it's not money always it could be your time uh it could be your uh, uh you know prayers it could be your investment towards someone else's life it could be even your strength you know i was watching this uh, sermon and prophet makindeva explained this or offering can be even your strength how you know look at look at this whole idea of uh, abraham's uh, altar you know when uh, god gave abraham the instruction to you know go and sacrifice uh, his son on the top of a mountain there were there was some instruction given like he had to cut uh like a block blocks of uh wood he had to gather a few stones and all those things right and everything was not found or not done at the top where was it done it was done at the at the bottom of the hill and they had to carry this all over their body towards the top of the hill are you with me even your strength to carry to there is an offering come on what is the heaviest thing here i see the speaker is probably the heaviest thing i want to i want to make sure that the speaker comes up safe and sound from ground floor i put my effort not just because i need to get my attention of my pastor but i really want to do this for the house where you know god is speaking to me if i put efforts to bring this i don't know 100 kg speaker with me and my couple of my friends to the third floor it's an offering if you attend meetings come on most of us 
are busy i understand most of us are working around the clock but if you put efforts to be in the house of god to attend different meetings you know maybe anchor group maybe different leaders meeting maybe saturday night sunday morning god sees that as an offering because god can see your heart in that god can understand the frequency that you are uh you know trying to function that's an offering don't get me wrong you know it's not always about money it can be money it can be money also but it's not always money there are many ways that you sacrifice and and you uh that cost you going to meeting is a time consuming thing yes i am ready to take that because i am very serious about my god not on the basis of an attendance but i am really serious about this fact amen are you guys with me are you are you, are you connecting where i'm going and with this okay uh let's talk about this um why do you need to build an altar i i mentioned this is not a physical place it can be a physical place as well like ever since we've been learning about altar back home we have a dedicated dedicated place wherein uh, we pray and we put our offering uh, you know i'm 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 i've done a similar thing in my office i have a desk where i call it as my altar and i pray and i put my offering there you know this this are the stuff that you can do but it's more about the heart but my question here is why do you think that you should have an altar because it because heavens opens up when you build an altar heavens open up when you build an altar genesis chapter 28 verse 16 onwards everybody know who jacob is and his background where he is coming what he has done and here is he is in transit from one place to another and he 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 falls asleep and then jacob awoke from his sleep and said surely the lord is in this place and i wasn't even aware of it next but he was also afraid and said what an awesome place this is This is none other than the house of God the very gateway towards heaven. Can you go next. The next morning Jacob got up very early. He took the stone he had rested his head against and he set this upright as a memorial pillar next. Then poured olive oil over it. He named the place Bethel. which means house of god although it was previously called as luz next then jacob made a vow if god will indeed be with me and protect me on this journey and if he will provide me with food and clothing next and i if i return safely to my father's home then the lord will certainly be my god you you know what happened the jacob was resting and there was there was the he, the heaven that opened up which actually changed his understanding about who god really is this was the exact moment the transformation of jacob began you know everybody knows 
Jacob was the past, Israel was the, or rather Israel is the present. The transformation of Jacob to Israel began here. The moment he realized the heaven opened up, he created an altar there. And he called that place a Bethel. Bethel. This, which means where God resides or it's a home of God, house of God. Now, uh, interestingly, if you, if you look at uh, Genesis 28, 12, as he slept, he dreamed of a stairway that reached from earth upon to heaven. He saw that angels of God angels of God going up and down the stairway. Now this is the revelation that he had. This is the revelation that he had when he actually put an altar in place. Now a transformation from nothing to something where he has dreams of heavens opening up, angels coming and communicating to him only has to have or only has to happen because he put his idea of building an altar there. And he also agreed that I'll come back to this place. You know, he gave few conditions. You know, that's how we all do, right? God, only if you do this, I'll do it. But that's a different story altogether. But the good part is he had the idea about creating the altar there. Uh, now, that's, one, that's my point. Why do we need to build an altar? Because, you know, that really reinstate or aligns your walk with God. That really puts you in a place where you can seek God continuously. I'll tell you why. Uh, uh, I was talking to Pastor Priji the other day and, you know, we were just discussing ran random topics and he happened to mention this. Uh, he said that we can lose everything and get back. We can lose money, we can lose our job, we can lose our uh, business, we can lose our house, we can lose our car, uh, status. Everything can come back. But then the only thing that will not come back is a day that you have missed with God. Did you get that? Come on, when I heard, when I heard this, I was, oh, that's so true. I lose my phone, I can buy a new phone. I lose my vehicle, I can get a new vehicle. But think about the eternity. The day, the moment, the, the timing, if I missed walking with God, will never ever come back. Come on, church. I, I don't think you're getting what I'm saying. The day I missed walking with God, I will never ever get back. I can guarantee you can get everything in the world, but not this. How do I go consistent with God? Is I constantly build an altar everywhere I go, everything I do. And I got to learn from David. He was a man of God. Pastor Shaiju mentioned this. He was a man of God who will walk six steps and on the seventh step he'll build an altar. Remember the whole story where he was bringing the ark? And, and I think I have the verse uh, that's Samuel, 2 Samuel 6 13. 
Second Samuel, chapter six, verse thirteen. Come on, read this. After the men, come on, read with me. After the men who were carrying the ark of the Lord had gone six steps, David sacrificed a bull and fattened a calf. Can you imagine? how many of offering and sacrifice that he would have to do in the whole journey how much is take six steps one two three four five and six he has to he has to actually sacrifice here and again another step another six another six imagine if i have to walk out of um, this church and reach horma wagara the population of the calf would have gone out crazy can you believe that's that's the faith that's the uh, that's the intention or the, that's the spiritual intelligence that uh, this man of god had that he offered at every seventh step an offering which certainly costed him do you agree there was a cost that was involved but why he had to do it because he had that honor and the respect and he wanted that persistent walk with god and in nowhere he wanted to mess that up and he was so careful and so 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 dedicated doing that amen um so again i i'll go back uh, altar is to give god importance we we given enough importance to the coronavirus we've given him enough importance to our job that we uh, brag about we've given him enough importance to our relationship uh, you know our our family our, our possession come on altar repositions us giving importance to god himself altar aligns us in the same line what or who god really is that's why altar is a necessity of your and my daily walk with god amen altar is to host his presence come on we 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 host god's presence wherever we walk in god is already here even before we came in god is already there at your house at your place at your desk even before we uh you know go or be there but when you build an altar in that place you are hosting his presence with even more importance let me tell you or let me ask you this if this 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 big celebrity who's going to come to your house i think pastor priji gave this example when we were talking about altar if some big celebrity comes to your house and you are you given the responsibility of hosting won't you go crazy making sure the house which was never cleaned in the whole year gets deep cleaned every other stain on the wall gets painted everything that's the dirt gets cleaned up you won't even leave a minute scratch on the fridge correct you'll probably change the fridge just for the scratch now that's the detail work that we're going to do imagine there this god who's already living in that place and we have the responsibility of hosting it 
how serious should we we should be even more serious isn't it so it helps every single time that you build an altar when david walked six steps and he built an altar on the seventh step he was hosting his presence he was thanking god for coming along with them he was hosting the presence of god in that ark he was respecting the god's presence in that situation amen altar pleases the god god can you can you imagine god has all the emotions like us god can get angry god can be jealous can you believe that yeah. we can also please god what best thing that we can do is please him how can we do that we read that right the moment noah built that altar god was immediately pleased with the action that he has done he was happy to the core when he made a promise that the generations that is yet to come will be untouched and we still live on that promise come on do you agree on that in the world that we are fighting already this big giants okay there are already giants that we are fighting uh the the energy that we get or the direction to fight with this giants comes from god by default but where do you get clear instruction when you have a altar in place plus your prayer that's the formula altar plus prayer gives you the right direction and i personally don't want to leave out any giants in my lifetime i want to destroy all the giants who's trying to put me down put my generation down you know before i leave i don't want to leave this giants for my kids to fight because they'll have their own giants to fight if david wouldn't have killed those giants the responsibility would have gotten passed over to the next generation are you with me the giants which were supposed to be killed in that generation we would have been dealing with them as well as the other giants which is there in this generation and that's not something that we want to live as a legacy for our kids come on i don't really want to do uh, add extra giants for my kids to fight i want to knock off all the big giants which is in my generation and leave you know this world without any giants so that my kids can go out and fight their own giants are you with me where would i get the right direction for that where would i get the wisdom of course from god and i'm going to i'm giving you a shortcut here how do we get that i build an altar i have to build an altar for that amen uh are we learning something yes okay let let's go to this verse um can you give me uh matthew chapter 26 verse 7 i'm going to give you an example of a uh, altar not necessarily money okay this is a very well known and a very popular verse while he was eating who is this he jesus while jesus was eating a woman came with a beautiful alabaster jar of 
of expensive perfume and poured it over his head. Okay, did you get what I'm trying to portray here? What did that woman do? She just bought this jar full of expensive perfume and just poured it over the head of Jesus. Can you, can you imagine that's, the, that's out of respect? You know, the woman wasn't crazy to do, uh, you know, like, what do you call that? Party, what is, what is that word called as? Who enters the party without invitation? Okay, forget it. What, what was that? Party crusher. He, the woman didn't just wanted to crush the party and make a joke out of it, but she was serious. She was serious. She was point serious that she wants to give that respect what Jesus deserves. And probably this sounds crazy and looks crazy, but that was the only way that she knew to build an altar. To give what was the expensive possession that she had in her lifetime. Now I'm not asking you to give me your uh, perfumes. Or I'm not asking you to go and pour perfumes on your uh, house, no. But the idea about sacrificing which this woman had, that's something that I want to put across to you. Uh, anytime, we learn this uh, during the radical giving service, anytime when you receive a word, you know, which is, which is a blessing over your life, blessing over your family, blessing over your generation. In order to receive that, you know, there has to be an offering, there has to be a cost that needs to be paid. And, and, and I, saw this, I saw this when we were in Goa, when we had this pastors and leaders meet. Uh, and that's something we've been following here. Every time there was uh, a revelation that hit, people would just rush put an offering not because they want to show off no they were serious about what was spoken over their life because they wanted to sacrifice they wanted to lose something of them they wanted to sacrifice something so that they can receive as I said altar is your offering plus sacrifice if one of the element is missing it's still not done Every time you sow, every time you, you invest into a word spoken over your life, you're building an altar. Take it very serious. It's tomorrow if some prophet comes over and speaks a prophecy over you, the first thing, go build an altar. Invest into the life of that prophet. Invest into the life of the man of God. Believe me, it works. Again, I, I'm not trying to direct here towards money. It's about the heart. It's about the sacrifice that I want to project here. Don't get me wrong for the money. It's about the sacrifice that you look and that you put forward agreeing that, yes, I believe in it. I, I trust in this. I, I agree on this. And it, it works wonder. And it, believe me, it works leaps and bounds that you've never ever seen. Amen. I, I believe that we would have this crazy faith in this season that, you know, we, we, we go crazy on building altars. 
because because that's one key thing that we can do you know if if we really want to realign towards god or if you want to realign your walk with god in this season amen how are you guys with me ah uh, okay let me take this uh can you go to second samuel 24 25 second samuel 24 25 You know, this is pretty much our state right now. If you if you read the entire verse, okay, let's read the verse. David, okay, read with me. David built an altar there to the Lord and sacrificed burnt offering and peace offering. And the Lord answered his prayer for the land, and the plague on Israel was stopped. Come on, church! I thought you got that. read that again read that again it needs to be sunk it needs to be rooted in some some of us if you're watching us online okay i i want you to uh i want you to re- you know repeat this after me okay wherever you are um i i just repeat this after me come on church with me david built an altar there to the lord and sacrificed burnt offering and peace offering and the lord answered his prayer for the land and the plague on israel was stopped daddy we believe and we receive that we receive that tonight daddy daddy no plague no virus can attack my city No virus can attack my nation. No virus can attack my people, Daddy. Lord, we cancel that right now in your mighty name. Lord, we receive that. Come on, church. You got to be happy for this verse. You got to be rejoicing for this verse. Come on. I want to read that again. Come on can you read this with me again David built an altar there to the Lord and sacrificed burnt offering and peace offering and the Lord answered his prayer for the land and the plague on Israel was stopped we know what we need to do instead of worrying instead of going crazy with the whole scenario with the whole situation we need to build an offer we need to build an altar and we need to sacrifice that reminds i need to sacrifice i need to put an offering yeah. come on church Can can we just pray for 2 minutes? I'm not done yet but I feel I I sense an urge of 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 praying. Just just call out his name. Just 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 ask. Just ask. Come on church. Shake it out. You need to be louder. You need to be vocal. You need to be loud enough. 
you need to be you know you need to show that yes we don't we don't worry about anything we're not scared about anything we're ready to stand in the gap and to pray no crisis law we cancel no crisis daddy we pray and we believe and we agree daddy I pray for the economy daddy that you know nothing will crash the predictions are being made that economy is going to crash in a couple of months but lord that is not our portion i believe and i agree and i declare over our economy that it will be stable it will not just be stable but it will recover from all the losses that has happened in this season daddy i receive it daddy i receive it i agree on that daddy i believe on that daddy i believe leave on that daddy because that is my portion because here i am building an altar thank you for tuning in today you can connect with us and receive all our resources by logging into pastorprigy.com while you're there do not miss registering for this year's revival dreamers conference from July 17 to 19 at Bangalore it's going to be a glorious time see you tomorrow